0: Welcome back everyone, uh, let's give you some of the news headlines uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to just say from Russia, aren't I? But if I do say that, then it means I'll probably get spanked on uh, big tech So uh, we'll see how long this video lasts uh, Today, as I say, we're back in Moscow Friday, 7th of July There's um, some big news topics that have come out in the last sort of, 24 hours The one has been a capture of a Storm Shadow missile Now this, the the stories I've seen are talking about how it was shot down but the missile looks fairly complete and in pretty good state and given that these missiles I believe have been employed since, uh, what was it, 2016 or something and used in Syria, I believe and don't don't quote me on that uh, I'm surprised that this is the first instance where Russia has got their hands on this technology but this appears to be uh, one of the, one key thing, this was in the Zaporozhye region that's being uh, reported at the moment, that's coming out there. So some, some guys have quipped that maybe it'll be a trophy, but this means that the the Russian air defense systems have an opportunity now to reverse engineer and hopefully come up with some counters to this long range and low flying, very difficult to shoot down missile ukraine has recognized the lack of manpower and artillery and hopes to compensate for this with cluster munitions this is being reported by the new york times kiev believes this will help in the offensive and the afu will be able to effectively hit the strengthened russians russian positions so clearly there's an admission here that things are not going well with this so-called counter offensive that's costing so many lives pretty much unnecessarily there it became known the day before that that the united states has decided to supply cluster munitions to kiev now this is not a new thing this this has been happening in donetsk and uh, the donbass for for years now cluster munitions uh, as we know petal mines and things like this things that injure civilians the justification here is that you know, it is to compensate for the a- afu's lack of manpower which again is quite telling we we were led to believe you know that people were, were signing up in droves and recruiting was going great but obviously we've seen videos of being people being snatched off the streets so this is really a concerning concerning turn now germany pre and even beerbock credit to her have opposed this now we do know the drill don't we where european countries in particular will say oh no 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 we don't support that and then give it six months and the u.s masters will then squeeze and lean on these these leaders these politicians, and eventually they'll just sort of quietly approve it and run it through. Uh, There's other news coming out today of an Italian, Italian man who fought for the DPR in Donbass and in the Northern Military District. He's been detained in Milan uh, right on the airstrip after landing. Uh, Sasha, Sasha Alessandro, a citizen of the Russian Federation since 2021, ...has been fighting the DPR since 2015. He's now facing 10 to 15 years of jail time, it says. Uh, A case is similar to Ben Stimson. I don't know if you guys are aware of him. He... an interesting story. He fought in the DPR around 2014 and 2015. Now, he crossed the border to Russia, as I understand. ...but was deported because uh, at the time, you know, the border and all this stuff... ...and obviously it wasn't recognized as part of the Russian Federation back then... ...so he was actually deported from Russia, from what I read... ...when he landed in the UK, very similar story to this Italian uh, guy... ...where he was immediately arrested... ...he's only just finished serving an eight-year sentence... ...now I'm curious to know which law he was prosecuted under... ...because again... If it was under the Foreign Enlistment Act, that's a great case of hypocrisy, certainly from the United Kingdom, because how is it, therefore, Aidan Aslin and Sean Pinner are walking free, among others, of course? Well, the answer, of course, is that those guys fought for the right side and Ben Stimson fought for the, air quote, wrong side. There we have the, the justice system. It appears in the UK and now it appears in Italy, where yeah, I'm sure these Italian mercenaries that are fighting for Kiev won't suffer the same treatment as this chap. And what's more concerning, he's being held in a Genoa prison and being denied the right to a lawyer, it claims, in this article in kp.ru. Uh, the Czech Prime Minister Fiala has said that the country will supply combat helicopters and, and ammunition to Ukraine, but on top of that, will also use combat simulators to train pilots on F-16s. Uh, on the note about Russian assets blocked in the Czech Republic, Fiala said that they are looking for legal opportunities to send them in favour of Ukraine. So more thievery, or at least licking their lips and seeing what they can get their hands on. In Slavyangrad, they're reporting an attack on targets in Zaporozhye as a large pillar of smoke over the city. I'm not sure really what's happening over there. I'd actually like to go and find out and see for myself. Because Zaporozhye, certainly the nuclear power plant, has featured heavily in the news recently. Now, whether that exposure has... um, sort of preempted and blocked any action, because pretty much everyone understands what Ukraine's up to, that they're trying to to hit the nuclear power station and blame it on Russia. You know, things that they've done before, no matter how nonsensical it it seems. But uh, it seems some activity going on over there. Um, And... Yandex we have another explosion has occurred in the Samara region and then talk about the well the behavior of the ruble Uh, I shared a post by Nabiolina talking about how foreign trade she claims is part of the reason for the ruble weakening it even against the euro went above uh, 100 rubles I think it was 102 and now with the dollar even at 90 as well. Uh, she urged against conspiracy theories, as she put it, uh, regarding that. Uh, and that behaviour there. Which is, is difficult for, obviously, Russians going west. But great for me. Because <laughs> I'm moving money from the west into Russia. Uh, and it, this is led economist Kazanseva called it dangerous to keep money in dollars now. Uh, according to Kazantseva, and this is reporting Gazetta gazeta.ru, keeping money in foreign currencies... ...is associated with many risks... ...including due to the political situation. Currently there's a high risk of blocking... ...of foreign accounts... ...or returning funds in rubles... ...at an unfavourable exchange rate. Uh, And this is specifically... ...they spoke about savings in dollars and euros... ...at the beginning of the year. So financially speaking... uh, ...not to mention... ...as we've heard about... um, ...you know banks certainly even in Turkey... ...they even tried... Shutting some Russian bank accounts. Uh, there was an interesting story that I shared you know how the Pentagon just has these accounting errors and then just find 6.2 billion. Well, funny enough, they kind of the banking area kind of worked in Russia's favor where they reported something like 19 billion rubles, but they didn't know where it came from in the state budget. So a bank error in Russia's favor. The Ministry of Finance says Russia's budget deficit in the first half of the year reached 2.59 trillion rubles. Uh, it says in general, the revenues to the budget were lower than last year by 12%. Uh, some, some interesting uh, economic and financial news there. But that's about that's about the main wrap of the headlines today at the moment. And uh, I will keep you posted and be in touch in due course. So I will see you in the next one. Lazy bye.